I've never ever seen a therapist, so I don't really know how to got really guide the t- topics but um i guess i'm 37 weeks pregnant mm-hmm. so yeah it's kind of that time where every night i can wake up and be like oh my god am i in labor and then oh no that was just a weird dream i probably have to wait another month yeah um but it's starting to get like every morning i feel a little anxious mm-hmm. because you know your full term, so you're ready. The house is ready, and you're just kind of waiting. This is Motherhood Sessions. I'm Dr. Alexandra Sachs. Today I'm sitting down with a woman named Lee. For the past two years, she's been home with her daughter, Willa, and now that she's waiting for her next baby to arrive, it's finally hitting her how much everything is about to change. So you're at the point, which I think many women are in in the third trimester, late in the end of the third trimester, where you're like, get this thing out of me. Yeah, I mean, yes and no, because I keep trying to tell myself that I should be focusing on spending time with my daughter and focusing on spending these mornings alone, which I haven't, it's weird to be alone. My daughter just started school. Um, it's her third week. Your older daughter. Yeah. She's How old two. is she? She's, she's two. almost two. So your, your daughter was normally home with you Yeah, and she just two weeks ago started going to school. So you yeah. are for the first time <laughs> at home alone in tears. <laughs> Sorry, that happens really easily right now. Yeah, but nope. Nothing to apologize about. I shouldn't have worn mascara. <laughs> yeah, it just, um, I think the biggest thing I'm struggling with is, like, not wanting her to get left behind. Hmm. What does left behind mean to you? I don't know. I. She's used to having all of my attention. Mm-hmm. I've. I mainly feel guilty about, like, bringing another baby into her life and taking that status away from her. Yeah. yeah. I think when you said that she's going to be left behind, I think you are talking about this baby phase that as a two-year-old she still is wanting and needing a lot of care. Right. And so how is it going to feel for her to share that care? Exactly. With an infant who needs more care. More. (laughs) And so you're worried about her, but it sounds like you're also worried about you because how are you going to take care of a two-year-old and an infant at the same time? Yeah, that's that seems terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. So yeah, tell me more about like the the the, what you're nervous about in terms of how it's gonna how it's gonna work in in your day and how she's gonna feel. Yeah, I. I'm I feel that um that maybe we got like too lucky with Willa being a great sleeper. Mm-hmm. Willa stopped waking up in the middle of the night at like 14, 15 months. So mm-hmm. I've had this past almost a year where I've been sleeping really great and I'm not looking forward to that being taken mm-hmm. taken away from me. And you're worried about then being tired and having that 
impact being less fun with Willa. Yeah, and I think a lot of, like, no's come with a newborn that you have to, like, if Willa wants to see or if I'm breastfeeding and I'm sitting, it's going to mm-hmm. constantly be like, no, 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 not now, yeah. not now. It It's part of life. I just... It seems somewhat unfair, but but also then I know that it's normal. Right. And I'm, I, one thing that I worry about a lot, well, not worry, it, I, I don't want to say I was, like, in love with Willow when I first saw her because it does take time, but it was pretty instant. And this time I feel like I'm, ner- I'm nervous that's not going to happen. curious about how you've thought about your family planning in your life, like even before having Willa, thinking about having kids. Did you know you wanted kids? Did you know you wanted more than one child? And then how have you been thinking about this at other times in your life leading up to today? I uh, always knew I wanted kids. And being an only child, always wanted multiple kids. Yeah. What was it like being an only child? Or what was your family like, your childhood experience like? It was good. My mom and I are really close. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad passed away when I was young. My parents split up when I was four. And then my mom and I moved to Florida, and my dad passed away when I was six. Mm-hmm. So being young and single with a daughter was hard for my mom, and she put a lot of uh, emotional dependence on me. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm married, I don't want to do that with my daughter. Do you know, could you could you describe how how it felt that the emotional dependence was on you a bit in, in your experience with your mom? You know, little things like even now she'll tell me, I, I always used to cry on your birthday and know you were getting older and things like that. And what you heard that as, or what you hear that as, is growing up and away from me. Mm -hmm. So being left behind. Maybe she felt that way. Sounds like it. Yeah. And it makes me feel like, oh, am I not doing enough to keep our relationship the way you want it? Because it feels... I don't, it just, it still feels like I'm the most important thing to her, which is mm-hmm. probably true. I I know that now having a kid will. Your kids will be your yeah. most, most They'll be my, important yeah, forever, bond. which is probably normal. <laughs> but it's hard to know the way I felt about getting that emotional pressure from my mom and knowing I don't want to put that on Willa. Yeah. But. But did you feel guilty about leaving your mom behind? Because maybe if she, f- if you were her primary relationship in her life, maybe as a teenager you were quite aware that when you went off for a weekend with your girlfriends or off to college, you, you did feel guilty for leaving her behind. Yeah, moving here was a big source of guilt because my st- Stepfather and my mom split up when I was 17, Mm -hmm. and it lasted a really 
long time. It was a bad divorce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that my mom's tried to keep that separate from me, but their breakup was like a very t- – I would get phone calls from my stepdad saying, like, if your mom doesn't answer the phone, I'm going to kill myself kind of oh. thing. And um, Talk about guilt. Yeah, and it was never real. Right. I, but it was – It was a manipulation. Yeah. Um. But if he had got to that point, then that means that they had been arguing for, you know, days. And every time I would talk to either one of them, even if I was calling about something normal, just they weren't happy. So that was hard to be here for that. Um, But I... Because you felt bad you weren't with your mom to be more supportive? Yeah. But I think, like, really, thank God I I was here because I might have never left. Sometimes guilt is complicated because sometimes getting away from something that you know is bad for you, like the toxicity of that divorce, makes you feel more guilty because you actually took care of yourself and benefited. Not only were you leaving your mom, you were choosing kind of your well-being overstaying in that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these things aren't a straight line, like not reductive, A equals B, but I wonder if this transition, which it is a real transition, in your daughter leaving you behind to go to school, which was actually (laughs) the first thing that made you cry a lot today. (laughs) But I I think both that and knowing that she will experience a, a shift, which is very real, in your availability of a certain type, right? Once the baby arrives, I think you're. Con- it's stirring up some guilt you have about leaving your mom behind. Yeah, I, I would have never thought to, you know, put those things in line, but it's sound. I mean, it feeling something. So, but I wonder if like. The double layer of intensity here with these tears for you is because it's also just in this time of major life moment, you're also just kind of like processing some some feelings that have just been rattling around inside of you since since that pretty intense stuff happened when you were in your teenage years, uh, which it was a brutal divorce that you were in the middle of. Right. But what's really fascinating about pregnancy is that weird stuff circles back. Yeah. Um, Just because it's like the edge of life. Literally, it's the edge of life. Right. It's a real time of resurfacing. Yeah. In the first part of our conversation, Leah and I talked about the guilt she's feeling that the new baby will create distance with her older daughter. We connected that feeling to her history of guilt about moving away from her own mother. 
Now I want to help Lee look at this upcoming family transition in a new way and help her see how this change, and change in general, isn't always traumatic. I think, you know, you're coming in with a lot of concern about how to prepare for the arrival of your newborn and how to help your older child adjust, which is a very common thing that people come to me wanting help to talk about. So I... I think you're right that this is part of life right? and that you know that this is going to be frustrating for Willa and that that is uh, frustration is a painful feeling. Right. But we all have to face it at a certain point and then it never goes away. (laughs) (laughs) So that's one way to look at it is that this is going to help her grow up. But I think also it's it's going to be different. There'll be different kind of rules in the home than there are now. But that doesn't, you're imagining it right now as being a decline in Willa's quality of life. It's going to be a change, but that doesn't mean it's going to necessarily be a decline. And I think the challenge for you, and and this is really what I recommend to all all new moms who come to me wanting wanting help in this transition with a second baby, is to just imagine how you're going to handle those moments. Right. And how you're going to handle them creatively so that it's just a continuation of Willa's experience with you, which is predominantly pleasurable, you know. And and generally speaking, the narrative is the story of her as a big sister and as a big girl. Because it's really about transitioning the special attention she gets with mommy for being mommy's baby to the special attention she gets with mommy for being mommy's big girl. Right, right. When you're reading to her to reinforce, like, I love our big girl time together. I get, you know, these are big girl books we read together. You know, feeding her food, reinforcing that, you know, the difference between eating, if she's talking about breastfeeding or milk. You know, this is big girl food. I love this food. I'm eating this food too. Right, right. The specialness of all of the things that she's doing that are different from what the baby does it's really just essentially the way you distract her yeah. from the frustration of having a baby right. sibling with this new attention she's going to get as being a big sibling. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah. I know. It It still seems so far away. Yeah. Having an, and I never, I don't think I've actually pictured like how a day is going to go with the exception of like me sitting on the couch, possibly breastfeeding for an hour and her like wanting to do something else. But that's your fear. Yeah. And and that is a accurate anticipation of what will happen. But then like then what are you going to do with it? Right. Right. I think that's also what why we decided to do school and i think that it'll be a really nice break for her yeah to be with kids her age and run around for hours at a time absolutely so as hard as i it was for me to send her to school i i know all all these things you know it's normal to go to school it's normal to grow up and have siblings and become independent it just felt far Always far yeah. away. Yeah. And now it's happening. You know, it really is the circle of life, giving birth. It's a profound reckoning with separation. Right. And then, hopefully, if your child is developing in a healthy way, 
they will continue to grow up and away from you. Right. That's motherhood. (laughs) (laughs) That's if you're doing a good job. Uh, Yeah, because you know that you're doing a good job if all those things are happening. It just, I don't know, it's... It sounds so cliche to say that, like, you you don't know unless you're a parent, but it's so crazy how big that role is. How? Tell me more about what you mean by that. How big the role is in Willa's life? Just of being a mom in general. How much is affecting you? Yeah. And so tie that into how the, the, the sort of bittersweet feelings about her Willa growing up from being a baby to being being a toddler. The intensity of the role of mom for you, how does it connect to the bittersweet feelings about her growing up? I just think it, it leaves a lot of, like, question marks in the future. I don't... I don't really know kind of what I would be doing if where... What I'm going to be doing when I have two kids that are like five and in school and yeah the idea of starting school means I don't know just made me realize that time is moving on and I don't really have this sense of where I want to be going anymore yeah I have no idea what I would if I sometimes we talk about me getting a job again I'm like what what would I do? And she goes to school Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And Tuesday morning, it was like 9 o'clock. She'd only been gone for 15 minutes. I texted my husband, like, what What am I supposed to do today? <laughs> what am I supposed to do today? Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird how quickly time passes when you don't really have anything to do. I, like, made breakfast, turned on the TV, and then two hours had gone by. It would have been so easy for me to waste a day before I had Willa. Yeah. But now that I, I was going to say, that sounds like a pretty normal Saturday <laughs> yeah, for does. someone without it's kids. normal, right? I yeah. Have, uh, but when she's around, I'm constantly trying to make sure she's entertained and things are clean and, you know, normal. Just being on, <laughs> yeah, on, 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 on. Yeah. So you were worried. Were you worried about what were you scared of? Like in terms of not having to be on, what were you, what were you scared of? I don't. I don't know. I didn't. It just felt. I don't know. I'm really unfamiliar, which is crazy how quickly it happened. How quickly yeah. it happened. Two years. It's not really that long. Yeah. Are you someone who before Willa was like like to keep yourself busy? Yes. Wasn't because I mean people, I, you know I worked full time. Yeah. Because some people feel anxious. Yeah. I with think, unstructured time. Yeah, I think that's just how. I mean, I was definitely feeling some anxiety. Yeah. It's people, enjoy it, enjoy your day, do whatever you want. I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. That's interesting. I think you're you're someone who's found a lot of comfort in the routine of taking care of babies. Yeah. You've had a purpose and you've been really good at it. Yeah. And you love it. <laughs> I can just tell you really enjoy the hands-on experience of childcare with a baby and 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 I think it's you're appreciating with your older daughter over the past 2 years how quickly time passes 
and how school age comes sooner than you think. And then once they're in school, they're actually out of the house for a fair amount of the day. And, like, you've been in this kind of identity role of planning for kids, being pregnant, taking care of a baby, second pregnancy, and taking care of next baby. And it's really affirmed who you are. Right. Yeah. Which I wasn't even expecting to love this much. Yeah. Or be, I I know I'm really good at it. (laughs) Yeah. But also, you're also someone who wasn't without, someone without interest before. Right, right. But it sounds like you're very disconnected from the activities and experiences that you used to do for yourself. Yeah. So much so that you actually forget. Right, yeah. It's just the unknown. Like, thing, your routine is known, has been known over the past year or two with Willa, and it's just taken a lot of your attention. You've been consumed by it because yes. that's how hard it is. And so in her going to school, there's just more space and there are more question marks. Yeah. I've I've spent a, a lot of this pregnancy just being more worried than excited. Yeah. That's okay. Which I feel like isn't fair because I was so excited the first time. But, like, this isn't quite the right way of saying it, but I was going to say you have a lot to lose. Like, right. <laughs> the first time you were kind of, you were living your life, there was a tremendous longing for a child. There was room for that child. You were ready. You were excited to fill that space. Right. But now you fill the space. This, yeah. this is Willow World. And you're worried about how it's going to get disrupted because it's really good. And it's really filled something you want. And you know her and you're bonded to her and you love her. And you don't know this new baby. And I think in saying you're worried, you're simply describing how much you're cherishing your experience with Willa. And that you want to keep preserving and protecting it. Yeah. Which, by the way, you will. Yeah. Some things are just going to be different. Exactly. But new baby or not, they're going to be different because Willa's growing up. Right, right. And that's good, and it's also bittersweet. Right. And I think your challenge is going to be, as this time passes, to just identify when you're feeling anxious. And I think it's so important to stop and do what you did for yourself today which was take the time to just explore what that's about. Right. Because when you can reflect on how it's about your own emotional history, like we talked today about guilt you felt when you moved away from your mom, whose emotional life was really attached to your life. When you have the opportunity to reflect on, are my tears today really about some feelings I have about my own past. Then you can bring that insight into your parenting, back to your parenting, because you're so anxious about separating from Willa because she's going to feel the way you fear your mom felt it. Right. It has been important to me to not put that emotional strain on Willa, not now per se, because, you know, we're together all the time, but as she grows up and starts understanding her emotions to not make her feel like she's indebted to me for staying at home with her or 
things like that. I don't yeah. ever want her to feel like she owes me. Yeah. Whatever it is, you'll probably feel this stuff. You'll probably feel guilty. You'll, there will be more tears. But if you can stop and pause and say, is this about more than what's happening right now between Millie and Willa? Right. Is this also about me and me? Right. How can I sort of be in the present and acknowledge that the past is also surging up, but think about how I want to act here and now? Motherhood Sessions is a production of Gimlet Media. It's produced by Peter Bresnan, Molly Donahue, and Lauren Silverman. Our editors are Devin Taylor and Nazanin Rafsanjani. Mixing and music by Emma Munger. We're off next week, but then we'll be back with a brand new episode on Thursday, May 9th. Thanks for listening. <laughs>